Hey, I'm Ben Silveri. I'm Stella Cheeks. And I'm Ansel Birch. And it's time to party! This episode was recorded on November 1st, 2022. We are not doctors. We don't give medical advice. Please drink responsibly. Party people! I like that that it started as like... A radio voice, you're like, hey, and then you're like, it's party people! <laughs> <laughs> it goes from like radio DJ to like obnoxious club DJ. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's right, that's what I'm going for. <laughs> there you go. Party people, welcome to another episode of Time to Party, where apparently uh, everything's made up to the point still matter. Yep. Party people, uh, <laughs> in case you were wondering, uh, our, our very good friend Stella Cheeks is back. Well, they weren't wondering, I said my name up top. I mean, that's true. That's fair. That's fair. What if they skip it? I hey, don't know. Unfortunately for you, I'm in like a weird combative mood. So this is going to be like No, this me. is going to be good. I'm excited. Stella's going to kick the shit out of both of us on this uh, podcast. Stella, tell us, tell, uh, what movie are we watching? What movie did we watch and, and why? So you guys said, do you always want to be, you want to be back on the show? And I was like, yeah, you sent me the list. You all both assumed that I was going to choose Star Trek because obviously, but then I saw this little gem on the list and I freaked out because I love this movie. Um, it's a movie. It's a Vincent D'Onofrio classic, uh, Happy Accidents, 2000, 2001. 2001 um, or 2000? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was very into this movie as I was into many of uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's <laughs> movies uh, when I was uh, a teenager because I have a very intense weird crush on this man. Um, so I've seen this movie a million times though I haven't seen it in a really long time so this was fun and when I saw it on the list I was like oh yeah. This it movie came out when we, time were, travel movie. when we were in like sixth grade. Yeah I um, am a weird person. <laughs> I had like a sexual awakening watching an Alec Baldwin movie when I was like 14. So like give me a break. <laughs> That's Gans. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, listeners, if you don't know about Happy Accidents, uh, let us tell you what our good friends at IMDb say. Uh, New Yorker Ruby Weaver believes she has found the man of her dreams in Sam Deed, who is her best catch in some time, except that he assures her that he came from the future. 2470 AD, mm-hmm. to be precise. Uh, you don't have to check. I, it, I'm, I'm right. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I should say Vincent D'Onofrio and, and Marissa Tomei classic, a Wilson Fisk Aunt May. Yes. Uh, oh, <laughs> joint yeah. Oh, I didn't <laughs> think about that. Um, yeah, like, not my bisexual awakening, but it could have been in the, it could have been a contender for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird that it wasn't, honestly. Yeah, yeah. You know, Lord of the Rings is right there for me. Sure. So. That's fair. <laughs> it was only, a, what, a year later? Yeah, so. yeah, so. Well, as we like to do on this show, uh, we want to give you a good reason to rewatch this movie or watch it for the first time. So we're going to give you some rules uh, to drink or smoke along so you can enjoy the happy accidents. Mm-hmm. Happy hour for happy accidents. Aha! There happy we go. Happy hour accidents. There we are. Yeah, this movie is, it is a time travel movie. It is. It is. But it, unlike a lot of time travel movies, there's... All of the like science fiction mumbo jumbo is just Sam spouting stuff off, and like you don't see the time travel, you don't. Mm-hmm. So like oh, yes. coming up with drinking games for because it's essentially a, a romantic comedy, and frankly, the whole time you're like, is he crazy or is he a time traveler? Like right, yeah. that's the whole point. Until, I'm not like, gonna lie, I, I I watched this movie expecting it to be a rom com. And found it to be a psychological thriller, like, yeah. the whole time through. Because I am so conditioned by Vince D'Onofrio yeah, at this point. Like, when is he, when oh is my Jennifer God. Lopez oh. going to jump into his head? <laughs> where, where did he hide the bodies? That kind of goes with my first rule, actually. 
Uh, because the whole time I was thinking like, you you think you believe him, don't you? You're fucking oh my believing God, I have him. That too? So my my first rule is take a drink every time you want to say Ruby no, like stop. <laughs> I have one that's uh, drink every time. So you personally drink every time you believe Sam, and then drink every time you start to think he's crazy. Because <laughs> like again, I guess spoiler if you know you've never if you have seen this movie or if you've never seen this movie, like we're kind of spoiling it. But throughout the whole thing, you're right. It's kind of like a psychological thriller. You're like. No, he's definitely a time traveler. This is way too specific. Mm, but is he just crazy? And it goes back and forth. So you're on the same journey that Ruby's on. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, and I love that it fucked with us as for film tropes as well. Like yes. all the way up to the end, you're like, wait, hold on. But mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, so, so masterfully done. Yeah. Um, and it does also flip the like rom-com script on its head, especially for like the 2000s where... Vincent D'Onofrio is the manic pixie dream girl, right? right? Mm-hmm. He's the like cuckoo crazy one. And like, yes. she's the one that has to be like, wait a minute. I love this, but also this is destroying my life. Yeah. I mean, I want to get into it a little bit more, uh, in the next episode, but like it also, um, for a movie that's set in 99, I was surprised at the way it treats mental health. Mm. You know, like a lot of movies at that time will like make jokes about mental health and yeah. stuff, but it, really seemed like they were taking stuff seriously yeah 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 well and and specifically like immediate the the first thing was she's going to therapy mm-hmm. and she's telling her therapist the she's not like hiding so many rom-coms would be solved if you had just like Talk. texted your fucking friend and it's been true. like i don't know and she'd be like yeah because he's over here right now yeah this movie does not have that problem no. No, but that kind of goes like segues a little bit into my my actual first rule was drink every time you can tell the scenes where the women are talking about sex or relationships was written by a man. <laughs> <laughs> Called out Brad Anderson. <laughs> there are some quippy lines, but it's truly like, oh, this feels like a, a like college thesis play sure. of like women and their X Files. Oh my god, the X Files. Which I do love the conceit of the X Files, but still, <laughs> it 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 felt very. This is what men think women are like when they're together. (laughs) Sure. You know, uh, our friend Jenna um, and I had an interesting conversation after I was doing or after I was listening to your podcast, Spooky 30s. Jenna sounds so smart on that podcast. And she's like, we're so dumb. Not at all. It's a great episode. It's a great episode. Um, But uh, you two were talking about Kevin Smith and how she doesn't like um, Chasing Amy Mm -hmm. because of uh, what Banky says about uh lesbians uh because there's one part where he's just like oh she just hasn't met the right guy yet oh yeah and um jenna was saying like that you know that's not the message yeah uh obviously it's not but but also that's not what the movie's about uh but i get it that she would shut it off after that because you know that's infuriating pretty fucked Mm -hmm. up Uh, exactly um but we were talking about that movie and like how uh, Kevin Smith didn't really have the language, especially in the n- early 90s, to talk about bisexuality mm-hmm. and polyamory. So, like, the way... When you watch that movie now, it's just like, oh, this is really cringy. But when you think about, oh, this is the time period... It was Where like, were we in the discourse exactly. at that point? It, it's better than a lot of things 
that were in the era. Yeah, you know? and I would like to say, like, I wrote that that drink because it's like a funny joke and it made you guys laugh. They're not the most egregious scenes. Like, it, it, oh yeah, it, no, they're pretty quippy and fun. It, it just those scenes specifically feel they feel more like a theater play than a Absolutely. movie. Do you, know, you know how so some like movies feel like Absolutely. oh this was written as a play that that got turned into a movie. Mm-hmm. Those scenes feel like that. It's not helped by the fact that the the first X Files scene happens in this like nebulous lady party what yeah what is this space i don't know like it's it, like slumber it's, party it's like the, it's like, like an like, opium den had a baby yeah. with a coffee house young like it's it's like their it's version of lost. like the sex in the city right. women or whatever it's like the art version like the poor art kid version of sex in the city <laughs> that's like what it is though did you fun. not have salons when you were their age not like, like that oh wait are we older than the characters in this movie oh fuck don't do that to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just had that thought, and I didn't... No, we can't be. Yeah, I think they're in their, like, Because it's 20s. 1999, and they're in their 20s. And No, no, are, are we We, older... right now, Oh, now! Yeah, yes. Yes. Right now, And so yes. I hate to break this to you, but you are not in your 20s. Yes. <laughs> Time has continued to pass. Yes, we are definitely older now than they, than they were. Part of this podcast is having existential <laughs> dread over time passing. <laughs> It's one of our foundational elements. It's like a pillar of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that what's 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 your next one? Mm. Yeah, what do you got? Yes. So uh take a hit every time Ruby gets to de- uh debut's location wrong. <laughs> Iowa <laughs> Idaho? Ohio? <laughs> to be fair. The only reason I know about Iowa is because Captain Kirk was born there or will be born there. Mm-hmm. That's the sure. only reason I know that Iowa exists. <laughs> I know Dubuque, Iowa, but I don't know why I know Dubuque, Iowa. Is that the capital of Iowa? Did I have to memorize this at some point? It feels like Dubuque, Iowa is a a, a, a thing that's just said in, in media. Like, oh, yeah, he's I feel from like Dubuque. it is, it like, is, it like is the good, fill in yeah. middle of nowhere place. When is Krusty Dubuque, the Clown Iowa. goes over. Places that are that sound funny, like Cucamonga. Yeah, and, you know, Dubuque is up there for some reason. Des Moines is probably the capital of Iowa. I fully thought Des Moines was in a different state. So, see, it might be. I know Riverside, Iowa, the future birthplace of Captain Kirk, and that is it. Mm-hmm. Have you been there? No, but Rosie was just there and sent me a lot of photos and said, very hilarious pictures of her very just grinding ones. on. <laughs> 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 it is Des Moines, is it? Huh. Okay. Um, you, you got it right. While we're on the topic, though, are you aware of uh, the two Superman places here in Illinois that you could go visit? I know about Metropolis. But There's the Metropolis. Plano, Illinois was Smallville. Smallville. Oh, yeah. But I really just want to go to Riverside. Yeah. I mean, for good reason. Yeah. yeah. There's a statue and everything. There's a statue and everything. Okay. Um, I My next one is um, drink every time there's a terrible 2000s crossfade. <laughs> all over indie movies from the all time. over it and relentlessly too yeah yep. all over i mean at least they didn't use like a star fade you know it's oh, the I star mean, wipe. It's like, star there's wipe. the crossfade but then there's the like the, the floating yeah like, the picture in picture right. floating but one's thing. like kind of ghostly it's yeah, like i don't the, know what that's like called that but yeah video. like <laughs> like the rocket man yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah man that that stood out to me as well i'm glad you called that out yeah it's horrendous which is funny because the guy who wrote it and directed it has gone on to direct a lot like he like an episode of peacemaker yeah i mean he did fringe he did a bunch of movies like he's like a pretty notable director now but this was like 
he must have been like straight out of art school. Has to be. Oh yeah. yeah. Probably used uh, art school film and everything. I think this was probably his fucking art thesis, frankly. Oh, and then probably. he was like, I got the budget for it. Because, again, it does feel like I wrote this in a college class. Yeah. But, like, some of the, the, the conversational scenes. The conceit of it is actually, I think, pretty clever. Oh, yeah. He did write and direct it. He also looks a little bit like I feel like we D'Onofrio should say his name so that we're uh, not just Brad, like, Brad Anderson. Anderson. Okay. Yeah. I mean, nobody looks like D'Onofrio. There was only one. <laughs> you know what else he directed? What? Marmaduke. Oh, <laughs> Look, sometimes you need to pay your rent. It's true. <laughs> apparently that movie was surprisingly good. I'm never going to find out, but apparently it was. Maybe there's some time travel in it. Maybe. Oh, maybe. God, I hope not. Why watch Marmaduke when you can watch Scooby-Doo? That is such a good point. Like, James Gunn's Scooby-Doo is uh, iconic. Or yeah. Paddington 2, which is apparently a masterpiece. I haven't seen I haven't either seen of the it. Paddingtons yet. The internet loves it. The internet loves it. They yeah. do. I'm sure someone's going to like tweet me and be like, why don't you fucking watch Paddington? Because <laughs> I'm out here watching that, everything Vincent D'Onofrio's ever made. Marmalade <laughs> content just didn't get me. <laughs> <laughs> Although, um, apparently Florence Pugh like, loves marmalade or something. Oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Marmalade slaps. Florence Pugh is right. It's <laughs> there was, amazing. There was like a meme or something about it. Well, she does like cooking. She's oh, like, I'm hot and I do cooking. And everyone's yes. like, uh-huh, yes, uh-huh, yep. please. Thank fight you. me in an elevator uh super yak you made uh, merch yeah. for it i know i work with mj i know everything that super yak is doing at all times also i send you like all of yeah. the stuff just getting it from all angles yeah it's your turn i just did yeah. one it is my turn take a drink every time sam has quote-unquote visions uh i was keeping the oh rules. his like his uh spells in, yes. yeah when they go in reverse yes uh, I was keeping the rules spoiler free, but you know this movie is twenty years old. So. Mm-hmm. Also, like it's hard to talk about this movie without using spoilers. It's true, because I mean the IMDb description does a pretty good job. Yeah, because they get to talk about it in two sentences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but IMDb is usually not that great at it. <laughs> That's true, because it's written by like people, not like sure editors but like this uh they did a pretty good job of talking about it without spoiling anything yeah. surprisingly but um well and the synopsis is usually just the log line as we sure. as we have discussed but yeah every time sam has uh his spells of like feeling dizzy and seeing things in reverse and uh that happens a pretty good amount yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's a good that's a good, a good one, one. Mm-hmm. But it it's also you. really in uh direct that's not one of those ephemeral ones you have to guess about like right. Drink every time Sam calls any alcohol Merlot. <laughs> what a great bit. <laughs> this is such, excellent Merlot. Such a good running gag. It's a really good gag. <laughs> and he's so sincere. That's the best part because like Vincent D'Onofrio is, he's such an interesting actor because he's a giant, right? And sure. he's got like a very interesting weird face. Like that's why he was cast in Men in Black as like an alien and why he's <laughs> Wilson Fist. Like he's like a... Or um, Gomer Pyle, right? In um, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he is this big, intimidating dude. But Vincent D'Onofrio has this like very sincere, like sweet element to him. So he like works for Sam because like Sam, especially if you are Ruby and think he's going crazy, he like she's a, she's little, he's big and wild but he's so sincere. And Marissa and... Tomei is so tiny yeah, as well that right? it like really heightens it. Not that it ever gets to like he's going to like hurt her or anything, but it, mm. it does like add that psychological thriller element to it of like oh my god, this dude is crazy and he's so big. Yeah. And spoiler alert, <laughs> she hurts him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um but like when you have those moments of him like 
calling things Merlot or like being afraid of tiny dogs. Like there's just like so this funny. sweet sincereness to, to Sam and to Vincent D'Onofrio that like really has this fun juxtaposition that really works, which is mm-hmm. why this weird ass movie does work for me. It, it, there are various points in the movie where I'm just like, is this working for me? Do I like this? And then finally at the end, it's just like, oh, no, I get it. Yeah. Like, it, it takes a little while, but, you know. Right, and you also aren't super horny for I mean, true, but Marissa Tomei is still <laughs> That's there. True. That's <laughs> My next rule is take a hit every time Sam's story changes. Uh, so, like, when you discover a new part yeah. of his story, you know, it, it doesn't happen a ton. But, you know, I guess you shouldn't really be, be smoking a ton you know, during this movie anyway, right? Because it's it's fairly it short. It will get increasingly hard to follow. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it's already kind of hard to follow. So this is a uh, almost two-hour movie. Yeah. It's, oh, I oh, thought yeah. it was like longer or when it, I was surprised at how long it was when I rewatched it. Yeah. Um, this is such a lame rule, but because it falls in that early 2000s before a bunch of people were like famous, uh, drink every time you go, oh, that guy. Ah, that kind of goes with my next rule. rule. Mm -hmm. That goes with my next rule. Well, uh, go for it. Take a shot for H. John Benjamin. Yeah. (laughs) I wrote, finish your drink when Anthony Michael Hall shows up. (laughs) And is just Anthony Michael (laughs) Yes. It's so funny. What a weird choice. I think it's such a weird art school choice because it's like, oh, somebody knew him or like he like, you know, he... You know, it's, it's he was like a be teacher like, or yeah. something. something like that. But it also really works for the New York atmosphere yes. of like that type of shit happens at these the like time. tiny art galleries and stuff. And like, you know, B, C, D list celebrities show up and do like pull focus. And everyone's like, ooh, ah. And so I felt like it actually in other movies or other contexts, it could have really pulled me out of it. But because it seemed like such an eye roll uh, New York thing, it actually really worked for the movie, mm-hmm. I thought. And to have that weird... I love that Anthony Michael Hall was also like so down. He was like, mm-hmm. no, you have to yes and. Don't yeah, he became their him. improv yes. coach. Yeah. Don't block him. Let him go. Because he could have been Anthony Michael Hall the celebrity asshole. And mm-hmm. he wasn't. He was like, this is fun and weird. Come yeah. on, hit me with more. Like... Like, like, I loved, I loved him in this movie. I also like that this is like pre-jacked as shit. Anthony Michael Hall, like he was Wait, still is he jacked. Yeah, he's a big dude now. Weird. Yeah, uh, he was. He was like, I refuse to be the nerd from the. Pretty 80s. much, that's that's basically what happened. <laughs> Wasn't there a show where he was like in a coma and then he like woke up and had to like solve crimes or something? I know that he was in some procedural, but like, uh, I mostly saw him in uh, the Goldbergs. Most recently, he, where he plays a teacher, he plays the cool teacher with the motorcycle. Yeah, like, that's very funny. It is so funny. So, like in Happy Accidents, he's kind of in that in between mm-hmm. zone because he's still kind of like Farmer Ted, but then yeah, he's just taller and has like a more defined jawline. This one is not maybe a good last one. I probably should have put them up in in a different order. But drink every time Ruby screams in public. <laughs> and it could be happy screams or it could be swearing screams. There's a but lot she of screams a lot. She does. Screams. Um, but something that you said inspired me yeah. uh, to pick another rule. Take a drink every time you want to go, ugh, eye roll because of something so New York. Yeah, It happens absolutely. so much. And I think this is like a reoccurring thing that comes up for me where it's just like, God, fuck New York. Yeah, well, that's because you're like East Coast nonsense or whatever. Sure, whatever. But it's just like, I don't know. Whenever I'm there, I don't feel like I'm 
supposed to be there, you know? <laughs> like, it's just so... In, it, it's like trapping you in. And then I want to get out immediately. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, I love the Marvel Universe. I love all those characters. Uh, there are a bunch of movies that take place in New York, but like, actually being in New York... I'm just, this is God, why this you love the West people. Coast Avengers. I just like that one run of West Coast Avengers. Yeah, because Jeff the Shark is great. I have a Jeff the Shark t-shirt now. He's adorable. I know I already did a finish your drink, but I do feel like, spoiler, you should finish your drink when you realize that the therapist is a time traveler. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whenever that that hits you. Oh yeah. Before? Yeah. You did? Oh yeah. As I was rewatching it, I was like, she's a time traveler, right? I'm I'm vaguely remembering that she's a time traveler. I thought Jose was the time traveler. No, Jose mm. can just feel your aura. He was like, your aura feels like it's from the future. I thought that was his cover. I mean, plausible. Yeah. But like when it got to the therapist, I was just like, oh, duh. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly thought we were going to run into more back travelers than yeah. we did. Yeah. Uh, I kept I kept expecting for there to be back travelers at every turn. Like especially in like the in the art. Anytime there was a crowd... Right. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, for sure he's going to get I caught. I thought the friend actually was a back traveler. Mm-hmm. And his he was like, I'm not a time traveler. Like, I thought that was just the cover, you know? Yeah. It's plausible. Um, yeah, we don't know. I would actually like to submit an extra rule into the mix okay. uh, for your approval, hosts. Uh, which is, uh, every take a drink every time she is weirdly turned on by techno babble. So turned on. Yeah, Techno Battle gets her motor going. That's all right. Well, like, because from her perspective, he has he loves her so much that he's created a very elaborate delusion for her. Mm-hmm. So it's like weirdly like romantic in her fucked up codependent head. I buy that. <laughs> New York bullshit. <laughs> I don't think that that's not that's not New York bullshit. That's uh, a universal bullshit. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like for a movie that there's a lot that happens, but also like not that much happens, right. we did a good job finding roles. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I would have a harder time uh, picking out roles. I was really impressed by your lists, guys. Well, thank Thanks. you. Yeah. We're impressive. True. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, party people, if you thought we were impressive and want to join the conversation, uh, you can find us on the internet. I'm at Beastilverio20 on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, I'm at Stella underscore Cheeks on Twitter and at Stella Cheeks on Instagram. I am at Indecisionist on Twitter and at The Indecisionist on Instagram. Special thanks to April Moralba for our podcast art and to Marlon Longid of Marlon and the Shakes for our amazing theme song. This has been an Indecisionist production. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can use the hashtag time to party that's time the number two party or uh, the hashtag time the number two party all spelled out thanks to warwick this is all his fault <laughs> most things are true uh, <laughs> uh yes uh we will be back again next week to talk more about happy accidents and what we thought about the movie yes everyone's favorite episode the review rent it on prime that is the place to stream it right now don't own you don't a, have it. a VHS from the early 2000s. I have it on DVD. How much did you pay for it? Uh, under $10. Okay, because I like I, I already had it, but I saw some online, and they were going for a lot of money. I was like, Jesus Christ. Really? Like, yeah, because there's not that many of them. Oh, right? true. I rented it for six ninety or five ninety nine. I owned oh. it, but I still rented it because I didn't want to pull my DVD player. 
respect. <laughs> I'm I'm in an economical place where I can spend six dollars. Oh, fancy. I don't mean to brag. Flex. But. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, while Stella flexes some more, <laughs> I want to remind you, party people, to be excellent to each other, and party on, dudes. Yeah.